Hey there, Wolfpack fans. Thank you all for bearing with me as always. And uh, I should be talking about fun things this episode. Camp is right around the corner. I want to talk about what we're looking at in terms of things that I'm hoping are going to be resolved by the end of camp or things, answers that I'm hoping to get by the end of camp. But I can't do that. I can't do that. Why can't I do that, you ask? Excellent question. Because people are acting, not people, let me not say people. There are um, a certain sect of Wake Forest fans that are pretending that there is no world, that there is just a a, a, a a media cabal now running, carrying the water for NC State that are pretending that Devin Leary is better than Sam Hartman. And so I want to get into that today. I want to really dig into it. I want to get the meat off the bone. I want to dig into it because I believe that they are very close. I do. But I would rather have Devin. And I'm going to tell you why in just a moment. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into the totals. We're going to get into conference play. We're going to get into, we're going to break this thing down from every angle. And this is not meant to disrespect anybody. This ain't meant to lie on anybody's name. This is just meant to get to what all of the dumb media people like myself saw that had folks picking Devin Leary to, to be ACC player of the or preseason player of the year. So stick with me as we go through all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Wolfpack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the first thing that I have to say about this is like I already talked about, this was one of the narrowest ACC player of the year races that we have seen in recent history. Like I'm, I'm being very serious about that. The past few have seen people win by margins of uh, 70 plus votes. So again, this is not people saying Devin Leary is God's greatest gift to the earth and Sam Hartman is chopped liver. That is not what anybody is saying. As a matter of fact, I think there should be an argument about why the guy behind Hartman is so close, as opposed to why the guy who's ahead of him is ahead. But I digress, because like I already said, this isn't about disrespecting anybody. This isn't about tearing anybody down. But this is about uh, taking a full look, taking a full scope at what everybody's seeing, because if you're a box score watcher, you still shouldn't come to the conclusion that it's asinine. But I could see how you could come there. So let's get into it, right? First thing first, their numbers should not be taken as totals for a few reasons. I'm not even going to count or say Wake Forest had two extra games because, I mean, objectively, they earned their way into the, um, the ACC championship. But even with that being said, it is still an extra game. It is still another game to compile stats that Devin Leary didn't have. But the bowl game is what I want to get into. NC State's bowl game was canceled as Wake Forest got to play a Rutgers team that was not even bowl eligible. They just had a great APR. 
So Rutgers, congratulations on having a lot of folks graduate. You earned the whooping that you all got. Good for you. Again, this is to say that you're taking totals there instead of looking at the whole picture is asinine. It, that's asinine to me. That's crazy to me to say, oh, well, um, this person scored 10 points and, and this person scored eight. So clearly the person who scored 10 points was better. Well, if this person scored 10 points on 15 shots and this person scored eight points on four shots, I think there's more to be said there than, oh, this person was just better. This person was just light years better. There, there is a context here that must be taken into account in terms of, again, playing more games than the person that you're saying is better. You have to take out the averages because the averages will give you a more clear outlook on what you're going for. And I know what some people are thinking, well, even with the averages, Sam Hartman did more. He put out more. That's that's the case there. He put out 302 yards per game on average. Again, if you look at those averages independent of context, sure thing you can come up with that. But I'm going to use a, a few things to display this, okay? Case Keenum leads the NCAA in almost every statistic imaginable, almost every one for, for passing. He leads in all of them. Why? Would anybody say Case Keenum is the best quarterback to ever play college football? I don't think so. I don't I don't think that anybody would make that argument. So why does he lead in every category almost? Why does he have more yards, touchdowns, completions? Why? System, amount of games. He played three, two or three games in multiple seasons where he got hurt and then was granted a medical hardship waiver going forward. So he objectively had more games than everybody else. Do you see what I'm what I'm getting at here? Like that's part of it. And then another thing that should be taken in, similarly to Case Keenum, the style of offense. Wake Forest had the fastest pace of play in the nation. 81 plays per game. They ran 81 offensive plays per game against NC State 70. Now, again, this is not meant to say, oh, Hartman's a terrible quarterback because they ran 81 games or this makes him a worse quarterback. No, it's not saying that. It's simply saying in the context of what we're looking at when we're comparing the quarterbacks, that should be, must be taken into account if you're coming up with a serious, uh, with a serious examination of what these two guys are. It has to be taken into account. If you put a Ferrari on a dirt road and say, hey, I need this thing to cover a mile, but in that mile is going to have to make a couple turns. I'm going to put a Jeep on a straight road. Which one will cover the mile faster? Oh, look, the Jeep did it. Therefore, it's the faster car. You people will look at you like you're insane. The same thing should happen here. Again, a team runs more plays and they play more games. So for each game, even if we're just talking game to game, first 12, you're looking already at about 120 more plays. And then you throw in the two extra games or the two games that were played that NC State did not. Or even if you just want to throw in the one, you say, hey, the other one, NC State didn't deserve to be in. They didn't earn their way. Fine. Absolutely. I agree with you. 
So we look at then what the what the uh, difference was. Like I said, 10 plays per game times 12, 120 plays. And then you look at 81 on that last game. You're looking at about 200 more plays over the course of that, this season. Are you is it starting to click now as to like why some of the things were what they were? Why some of the votes went the way they went? Again, this is not to say Sam is a bad quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. But when I am talking, I've already talked about this on this show before. If I'm going to put a guy above my guy, I ask a simple question. I ask a simple question. When I talk about comparisons, I always say it's like the dating world. And I'll use the same thing here. If I'm talking about, oh, I want to replace my old lady or, or whatever the case may be, the question who is she getting replaced with? Is this person better for me? Is this person, kid this? That's the question. If I'm looking at a situation and they'd be better, that is, is a question that needs to be answered. That's a question that needs to be examined in a meaningful way. And with that being said, again, that cannot be answered if certain totals are completely out of whack offline. It doesn't make sense. You're not living in reality with that. You're just not. Again, 10 plays more per game for the first 12 and then a 13th, which NC State was denied the ability to play despite the fact that they were eligible for it. It was not that NC State was not eligible for a bowl game. They were. The only difference is NC State's opponent concealed or not concealed, but they were not forthcoming with the COVID struggles within their program. I had a guy on from UCLA, from Sports Illustrated, um, the UCLA channel. We we talked about that. We talked about what went well, what went wrong. If you think I'm lying, please go back and look up the episode. I am telling you right now, when you are looking at the totals, if you are talking about, oh, the total volume is, is better or more here, again, you're not looking at what happens per because you can only do with the opportunities that you have. That is all. And that is it. You can't make more opportunities appear out of thin air. You can't make your coaches a quarterback nine times out of 10 cannot go to the coaches and say, Hey, listen, we need to be, we need to be seven seconds or less new play. If that's not the coach's philosophy, I'm sorry to tell you, it's not how it's going to work. So, again, the totals should be taken into context, right? It's not, it's not like saying, oh, the totals don't matter in any way, shape, form, or fashion. However, the total should be looked at in context, and you, it should be broken down into per-game situations. And, again, even when you're considering those, consider the context surrounding those numbers. That's all I'm saying here instead of the media cabal for NC State idea, which is – it's it's literally laughable. As somebody who's been uh, who's played for NC State, who's seen how the media talks about NC State, has covered NC State since I stopped playing there, the idea that there's a media uh, a media push and hype train behind NC State is uh, whew, it's a take. It's a take to say the least. I mean, again, it's interesting to see that the team that wasn't picked as the favorite to win the conference is the one that has this media hype train behind it, but. Alas, I digress. I'm going to shut up about it. But what I ain't going to shut up about is LinkedIn jobs. As you gear up for the fall, you need the right people on your team 
to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job to the purple hiring frame to your link and the uh, purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can find people, the right people, as soon as possible. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Now, folks, some other things I want to talk about here, some other things I want to get to in terms of, um, you know, what what these players did and did not do. A lot of what I just talked about is a look at, again, the context and, and framing and, you know, all that stuff. But all of that, all of that doesn't exist in the real world. Okay, all of it doesn't. So what I'm going to do is bring you to some things that did exist, that did happen last year in the real world. If you're looking at conference play, both teams played eight games. Okay, both teams played exactly eight conference games. Okay, guess who had the higher completion percentage? Guess who had seven more passing touchdowns? Uh, One more total touchdown because they're – I'm sorry. No, no, they had two more total touchdowns because Hartman had uh, six rushing touchdowns to one, but five less interceptions and a 20-point higher passer rating. You guessed it, Kevin Leary. I'm not telling you anything that is a lie that you can't go look up and confirm. If you're telling me, well, hey, uh, what happens in conference play doesn't really matter. What you did against Rutgers is what's important. I mean, okay, that's a take. You see what I'm saying? Again, this is not to say that Harvin's a terrible quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. If we're talking about quarterbacks who, if Devin Leary uh, was, were never born and I had to pick out of this conference who I would want to be the Wolfpack's quarterback, he'd be one of those guys in ACC that would be right up there for me. That This wouldn't be a, a oh, well, first you'd have, uh, DJ, and then you'd have Tyler Van Dyke, and then you'd have Brennan Armstrong, and then you'd have Malik Cunningham, and then you'd have whoever UNC decides to start, and then you'd have uh, maybe Sam Hartman. No, no, no. Sam Hartman will probably be the first or second guy out of that group, realistically. He's, that's just the reality there. But again, if you're going to talk about uh, these two and act as if Sam Hartman is in another stratosphere from Devin Leary, you're not, you're, you're being unserious. You're being very unserious. And again, there are arguments for each. There are absolutely arguments for each. This is the, there are arguments for, yeah, Hartman did blew him out the water in terms of uh volume of, of statistics. Yes. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Okay. Blew him out the water in terms of rushing. Yeah. Yeah. He blew uh, Devin Leary out the water in terms of rushing by a couple hundred yards and by about, what, nine or ten touchdowns? Yes, the argument is there. But again, when you dig a little deeper, when you dig beyond the box score, 
I think one of the most interesting things that I keep hearing from Wake Forest fans is, well, if you just watch the tape. Hey, nice to meet you. Ken Gibbs, film junkie here. Um, What do you mean by that? What do you mean? Because I, I guarantee you, watching the tape will not yield the results you believe. It, it will not. It That film is not your friend. That is not your friend. But I digress. So again, when you talk about conference play, I mean, it's not Sam Harbin had more yards by about 80 yards. But mind you, this is over many more attempts. So he had 80 more yards, but less touchdowns, more interceptions, and a lower passer rating, and a lower completion percentage. You know what? Conference play ain't a good enough indicator because big players, big-time players, make big-time plays and big-time So let's look at the difference between these players. In terms of averages, in terms of averages, who was the better player in terms of against um, against winning Power 5 teams? And again, again, I'm using averages here, but guess what? Leary played more. NC State played more teams that finished it. So me using total stats, if I wanted it to be deceptive, I would do so here. But again, I'm just going to use the averages here, okay? So in those games, um, that against Power 5 teams that finished over 500, Hartman had a 50% completion percentage. Devin Leary had a 63.4. Hartman threw for 271.6 yards per game. Um, Devin Leary threw for 314.8. Hartman threw for six touchdowns. Devin Leary threw for 11. Hartman threw eight interceptions. Devin Leary threw for three. Hartman had six rushing yards for two touchdowns in those games. I believe Devin Leary was negative rushing yards in those games. So again, this is not... I'm not telling you something that's crazy. I'm not telling you something that's not fair, that's unruly, that just ain't right. 11 touchdowns over four games, six touchdowns over three. Eight interceptions over three. Three interceptions over four. I mean, again, what are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing? And one of the biggest things I saw argued was, well, look at the head-to-head matchup and look who won the game head-to-head. And that the head-to-head is all you need to see. That's what told the story. Well, if we look at the head-to-head game, because, see, this is one of the most interesting things that I find when we talk about quarterbacks. All of a sudden, people lose their minds and lose the ability to discern the fact that there are these things on the field called other players. I know. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. And what happens when you have other players playing with you is that if those other players don't do uh, their jobs very well, what happens as a result of that is you may end up on the losing side despite playing better. So uh, in that game where they went head to head, Sam Hartman took the win. Yes. Head to head success. He took the win. But now let's dig into the numbers, shall we? Uh, so Sam Hartman, or actually let's let's go by total touches um, in this game because I don't want to just go by um, completions or attempts or lack thereof. 
I want to go by total touches here because it, it helps paint a better picture of this thing, okay? So Devin Leary had 63 touches. Hartman had 60. 62% completion percentage for Devin Leary, 37 to 59. 42% for Sam Hartman, 20 of 47. 408 yards for Devin Leary, 333 total yards for um for I'm sorry, 406 yards total for Devin Leary, 333 for Sam Hartman. Four touchdowns for Devin Leary, four touchdowns for Sam Hartman, two interceptions for Leary, three for Hartman. So again, what are we doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing? Like, what are we doing in pretending that these two, that Sam is in a, a class by himself above Devin? What are we doing? Like, what? So the metrics that I'm, I'm, and this is what I'm extrapolating from the conversation I'm seeing. So I'm strictly, or so they're strictly using a uh, total volume of statistics. And again, this is, this is like uh, being ignored because there's a media conspiracy to make sure that NC state is seen in a better light. As I would tell you, I will tell you, as sure as the sun rises on the east and sets on the west, I, as well as the Wolfpack Nation, wish y'all were right. I wish there was collusion to ensure the success and the good image and the improving of the brand of the red and white of NC State. Unfortunately, in the words of Ayan Lavenza, it's not realistic. It's not realistic. I want better for you. I want better for you. And again, if I were betting on who the ACC player of the year would be, if I couldn't put my money on Devin Leary, Sam Hartman would be right up there as the next one of the next guys in terms of who I expect to be some of the best performers this year. But again, pretending as if they're in two different categories and Sam being in a higher one, it's delusion. It's, you know, you're, you're not well in the head. That's that's just my reality. That's just what I'm telling you, or that's just the reality and what I'm telling you based on what I've seen out of these two guys, okay? Like I said, if I was betting on who would be the ACC player of the year at the end of the year and I couldn't put my money on Devin Leary, there would be some serious thought into it going to Sam Hartman. Very serious thought. So this is not to say Sam Hartman is terrible and there's not – again, there are, they both do their own things well. But again, when you take into these things and the entire picture into consideration, I don't think it should be that hard to see why people have um, more belief in in Devin Leary in some regards. But again, if I could not bet on Leary, hey, there's a chance I bet on Hartman. And if you're a better, go to betonline.net. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports events, sports and events, at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Head to Bet Online today to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we're about to land this thing, but I hope that I've made it more than clear, right? Like, I, I hope. Send this to your um, to your demon deacon loving friends, and and you know I I would hope that this is a situation where again I have made it clear that this is not to say that Hartman is terrible. 
This is not to say that Hartman is bad. I am not saying any of those things, right? Cole Brennan was another guy who was an absolute flamethrower who, who was wildly loved and revered at, at Hawaii, who did amazing things, who was one of Hawaii's first ever um, Heisman finalists. And he deserved all those things. He put up amazing numbers. But again, it's the context in which that happened that helps explain like, oh, why wasn't he drafted as high? Or, oh, why why wasn't there the same type of belief in his context matters in these situations? Dennis Dixon of Oregon and Chad Henney are two guys that come to mind when I think about that. Because I grew up a Michigan fan. I grew up watching uh, that era of Michigan football very, very closely. And those two guys are both 37 years old and they have taken two very different paths. And again, Dennis Dixon in today's game, he, he would be absolutely phenomenal. He would be phenomenal. But the reality is at the time in which they came along, he put up better total volume of stats by a lot compared to Chaney. And yet it wasn't the same in terms of... So all I'm saying is there's context that needs to be taken into when you're breaking down or getting into saying, oh, well, these total numbers are the end-all, be-all, or this is the basis by which the stats should go, because it really shouldn't, especially in situations where there are extenuating circumstances. You can torture the numbers to say what you want, but the reality is almost every advanced analytic goes to Devin Leary between the two. Like, that's that's the reality. So there's a reason. There's a reason for those things. And again, even if you're going beyond the advanced analytics, if you're going off pure eye test, if you see the the things in terms of like, all right, wait, I'm watching this game and who's having a certain type of impact or who's having more impact? Again, it is. this is not a situation where you're saying, man, this, this, these are two different worlds worth of impact. It's just not, okay? And if you're lying to yourself saying, oh, well, it's it's impossible that they are and you're just ignoring and biased, sure, whatever, whatever floats your boat. More power to you, friend. Anywho, on next episode, I'll be covering... Uh, what I'm looking for, questions that, that this team is going into camp with, and what I look forward to the answers being. So thank you all so very much for listening. I appreciate it every single time, Wolfpack Nation. Y'all make this show what it is. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on Wolfpack. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.